accountability and authority are two topics not very popular in our day. And yet we see them in the scriptures, especially when it comes to the church and church leadership. This is Consider It, where we are considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word REDEMPTION and your question to 830-299-7505. Again, that's 830-299-7505, and we will consider your question. To learn more about our church and our ministry here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Michael Hawkins. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Welcome back to Consider It. We have another question, Blair. Let's take it. All right. Will small group leaders be held accountable on the last day in the same way that pastors will, since they shepherd people as well? Ah, okay. I like questions like these. You know, like our whole stated kind of purpose for this podcast is considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Right. And so somebody is uh, kind of tapping into now the various levels of, you know, leadership and authority uh, yeah. in within the church. And, you know, pastors and elders make sense because that's like, that that's actually stated in the Bible. Right. right? You know, yeah. this, uh, if you've listened to other podcasts or you're familiar with, you know, our ecclesiology or how our church is, is governed here from the scriptures is, you know, we would see pastors and elders as synonymous, you know, right. two different titles for the same really office yeah. describing the, you know, the different roles, you know, the eldering is the oversight and the leadership. The pastoring is really the shepherding and yeah. teaching and the caring for people that is wrapped up in some, you know, many churches just kind of call them pastors, right. you know, and others make a distinction between pastor and elder, you know. Uh, like pastors are the staff people, elders are like the, you know, the authority or whatever, but the board, right. Or a board like trustees or yeah. something. And yet I think uh, consistent, you know, kind of reading of scripture, you can begin to see that, no, this, this is the same office, elder, overseer, pastor, mm-hmm. same office describing the different uh, roles or responsibilities of this office uh, that God has given to, uh, you know, oversee and to lead his mm-hmm. church, the bride. Right. And yet then like over the course of church history, there have been other uh, kind of positions, if you will, I, I hesitate to use the word office. We'll reserve that for like the biblical offices right. of elder and deacon. Yep. Um, and so these, these other levels of responsibility then or even real leadership within the church that uh, I think – all within the, you know, the bounds of scripture, all with, you know, many, maybe some that have been outside of it, but, uh, yeah. uh, but depending upon how, you know, the, the people are being cared, uh, cared for underneath elders and deacons, mm-hmm. there've been these other kind of, uh, responsibilities, you know, in our model, obviously we have small group leaders, right. um, but they, uh, but other churches maybe like would have synonymous kind of at this like level of responsibility would be like a Sunday school teacher or um, you know, director of some right director yeah. of ministries yeah. yeah yeah something like or just leaders you know right. maybe they use them as like kids ministry leader or right. whatever and and so there's kind of under the shepherding side like that there's shepherding and teaching and then also like ministry things you know maybe underneath deacons of uh, you know ministry team leaders and right. and yep. uh, you know Nate 
just you know responsibilities of that nature. So call them, they call them myriad of things in a myriad of contexts and all that. Right. But the question here is appropriate and, and specific for our church context because yep. underneath the oversight of the elders for our church is we uh, we actually have small groups and we've done other podcasts on what those are about right. and, and uh, why that we believe that they are biblically important and how God uses them yeah. for the care and instruction um, and correction all that of our of our members but they serve underneath the oversight of the elders right. You know, and so you don't necessarily want to think hierarchically, but I think that is like, you know, there is that. I think it's appropriate as they, they serve under the care and the oversight of the, uh, of the, of the elders, you know. But even in light of the question, and as we think about just kind of our, our philosophy of being a church of small groups, you, mm-hmm. you get the understanding that the nature of the question and that we yep. do put a lot of emphasis For sure. on small groups right. and we, we rely heavily on our small group leaders. And, right. and so right. while we recognize the hierarchy, um, right. we also recognize the, the nature of the question in that. For sure. Um, it's like, okay, like, how does all this How, do, how does it all work? Yeah. Right, right. Do I, you know, do, do I need to uh, follow their counsel with the same level of authority that, the, you know, the elders do and all that stuff? So I, I get it. It's great. And, and even recognizing the importance of the shepherding, like our small group leaders, especially, you know, within our church context, they they are have a long training, uh, a long uh, apprenticing. Like it's not just anybody who's willing and available and has a you know credible testimony and a big house, you know, <laughs> right. and are and are cool people or whatever that just get to be small group leaders. Right. Uh, we take it pretty seriously yep. here, and uh, put a lot of training. We invest a lot uh, because they do a lot of very important hands-on day-to-day week-by-week ongoing ministry uh, uh, here at our at our church and yeah. so um, so it's it is super important yeah. um, and yet it is distinct right you know um, and I think that's really where we're getting to the nature of the question and so like what's their you know the, the, I guess the question asks about accountability are they going to be held accountable it's like <laughs> dang who, whoever's like maybe um you know, who knows what's motivating the question? We don't have to get into all that, but it's like, do they? Is it the fear of a small group leader? Or is right. it somebody else? Who knows? Right. But yeah, because because let's just talk about accountability for uh, for a moment, and and this idea of you know of believers being held accountable at the end, like it's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's part of why we have the fear of the Lord. Yep. It's that healthy kind of check to our sinful tendencies, knowing that, hey, we we need to make sure that what we are doing and what we are teaching and how we are caring for other people is all within the scriptures. Right. Um, because the reality is every Christian, whether you have a position like of official leadership in the church or not, We'll be held accountable. Yeah, yeah. At uh, the bema seat, you know, all believers, we will like that's where our, our deeds will be before the Lord, and uh, and that should hold that should that should here and now in the daily uh, uh, motivate our self control, motivate our, our fight against sin, motivate our pursuit of Christ, yeah. um, because we are looking to the reward that comes. Yeah, yeah it really comes down to a, a matter of stewardship. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the right way to think of like, uh, of our giftedness, mm-hmm. of our influence, of our leadership and the responsibility that God has given us is it is a stewardship. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's what the Bible talks about, and, and that, that's and that's what keeps us in check. Even when we do have a position of influence or leadership, no matter where mm-hmm. what level it is or yeah. uh, or whatnot, it's it we it, we can't we're not possessive of it. You know, yeah. like our identity can't be wrapped up in it. Yeah. Um, it is just a stewardship that maybe for a lifetime, yeah. maybe vocationally, even you're paid for it, or it could be temporary. Could yeah. be for a season, yeah. um, could be for a few years, you know. Um, but however long and whatever degree of responsibility yeah. it is, it is a stewardship from the Lord. Yeah, I think one of the things that you just touched on, I think, is so important that we can't we can't find our identity yep. in that which we right. have been given or right. called to steward. We, uh, we, you know, we we trust that the Lord has given us according to His purpose and then right. we you know we, we joyfully serve him and steward those things in the best way possible right you know as we trust in him as we grow as we become more sanctified right um, and so you know just kind of a, a side note whether right. you're just a, a lay person that shows up and right. helping people you know park their right. cars in the right. morning with a smile on your face or if you're serving in kids ministry or on the coffee team or, or whatever you know it's how we we steward those opportunities, right? Um, that really, I think, will be held accountable for, right? right? Right, we will. And and if we if our identity gets wrapped up in that, even in a small like, no, this is my classroom or this is my role. If our identity is wrapped up in that, the Lord is always good of like knocking down those idols, yeah. Right, like the only thing that our identity is found in is Christ. Yeah. That's the only thing that won't be taken away, and that has to be enough for us. Yeah, all of these things we steward them well while they're in our hands, and when God calls us to hand off the ball, we can do so gladly and yeah. joyfully, uh, no matter what it is that we have. But while it's in our hands, we're going to protect <laughs> it. We're not going to fumble this. We're not going to, you know, we're we're going to do the best that we can and gain the most yards that we can yeah. when the ball's in our hand. But we don't have to have the ball all the time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so it is good good to remember that that our 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 giftedness, our responsibilities, our things are a stewardship. That we will be held accountable, yeah. you know, for, and uh, we'll be as believers rewarded for them um, when uh, when we get to the Lord, and and we'll grieve, I think, the loss of rewards over what was happening. So mm-hmm. I think that's also important, even as we're talking about this, like what is accountability, like ultimate accountability, which I think the question is getting at there um, to remember that for the Christian. That accountability is not condemnatory. Right. So we, yeah. we, I think we covered that in a recent podcast, <laughs> uh, maybe even the last one. My brain's a little fuzzy on that. But there's no condemnation for us. And so we're in Christ. We're generally in Christ like that. But there are still consequences. Right. Uh, consequences here and now and, you know, and what that looks like when we get to heaven and we're before the Lord and his Bama seat, I don't necessarily know. Um, you know, we're kind of given these images of them being burned up like wood, hay, and stubble. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I can't wait to find out with, you know, yeah. what, what that all look like uh, physically, literally. Um, but it is enough to make us, like, be sober-minded when we think about these yeah. things. You know, James warns in James 3, 1, he says, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. Mm-hmm. 
you know. <laughs> Uh, that should keep us tethered to the Word of God yeah. and not whether you're a small group leader or a kids ministry leader or an elder, or, you know, a primary preaching elder, pastor, teacher. Um, like that, that we shouldn't just be getting up there unprepared and offering our own opinions and things. We, sh- we need to be tethered to the Word of God. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think, too, just, you know, obviously it's talking about few uh, being leaders and being yeah. cautious, but at the same time, I think that's a warning as he continues for for all believers right. as he's talking about protecting the tongue and right. um, you know just being careful and again it's recognizing the stewardship of these leaders having more opportunities right. to be um, in front of people right. the, the potential to potentially lead people more people astray yeah but also like, it's not a Get just out, for those guys. Yeah, it's not a you know get out of jail free card for for everyone else. We all have to be prepared to speak truth and yeah. to be tethered to the word. Yeah, um, you know even in one on one conversations. Right, because right. you know in 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 a different degree we you know teach our friends anytime we open our mouth and try to hey proclaim hey this is what is true or this is what is right this is the way you should go we are teaching even if it is like in just in an informal conversation children right right what we're doing even here now on this podcast you know this is a level of teaching it's why we pray and before we record these podcasts (laughs) god would you make us truthful and helpful yeah we don't want to lead anybody astray in what we're doing here and so that's why we try to saturate our answers with the word of god and bring us back to the gospel and point our eyes to christ in how we answer all these questions because verses like that terrify me right <laughs> uh, okay but but while i have this responsibility you know i think we, we want to do it well and and so we want to come back to the word of god yeah because that's the only thing that is eternal and unchanging and true and right and whatever i could come up with is you know a bunch of baloney yeah it makes me think of um during orientation of seminary a few years ago um they're like, unless, I can't remember exactly how they put it, but essentially it's like, you should try to go do anything else yeah. but this. Yeah. And if if that's, you know, doesn't fulfill you or if that doesn't satisfy and you feel like the Lord's continuing to call you into ministry, yeah. then continue. But it's essentially just that, that warning, that right. mindset of like, you should desire to do Anything else but this, just because of the the weight right. um, and the accountability that that comes that with comes. it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we have to be, uh, you know, really tethered to God's word because yeah. of warnings like that. Yeah. You know, the same uh, way the writer of Hebrews, Hebrews thirteen, warns that it's it's actually interesting because the command in Hebrews thirteen seventeen is to uh, you know to like to the church to the believer when he mm-hmm. says obey your leaders and submit to them. For they are keeping watch over your souls. So the command is actually like to, to like the, just the Christian. He's like, hey, this, these are the ones you need to obey and submit to. Why? Because because of the responsibility that they have. Yeah. They are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Mm-hmm. Again, this is another verse that terrifies me as a, as a pastor, as an elder, as a leader in the church. is because I'm responsible for the souls of these sheep here now while they're in my care. 
again, this is another great verse, uh, like why we have membership and all that, right. because we need to know who the who the people are that right. are under our care. Yeah. Like, I'm not responsible for the souls of all Christians in New Braunfels, right. you know, or around the globe or whatever it is. But the ones that are here, they're saying, yes, I, I'm, I'm here. We have uh, submitted to the authority here of this church. And uh, and we have to give an account. So then then it goes like back to, like the like I said the emphasis is to the believers to so let them do this with joy and not with groaning for that would be of no advantage to you you know mm-hmm. so if there's like this reluctant obedience or like this constant running yeah. you know it's like well that's not a joy to the to the mm-hmm. leaders you're just right. making it you know, you're being a, a pain <laughs> yeah, right. yeah and uh, and and so this kind of humble joy filled. Uh, 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 relationship that exists within the church, you know, and again, there's all the commands to the leaders and how we do this, yeah. so all the the characteristics of in in First Timothy three and Titus one and even First Peter five, you know, that the that the elders should not be leading in a domineering way, and so just like in marriage, you know, where husbands are called to lead and love their wives and to sacrifice for them, and wives submit and, and respect their husbands. Yeah. But it's done in, with this mutual joy, yeah. this reciprocal, uh, like no, uh, uh, like uh, it's a joyful responsiveness yeah. because you know, like the, you know, the leaders have their best interests in mind. Right. Like, yeah, that's what. Um, just in talking about that, I'm thinking about Acts 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Paul speaking to the Ephesian elders in, yeah. in verse 28. He says, "Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock." Yeah. in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. And so yeah. one, just recognizing that it's it's nothing that, that elders have done right. per se, but that the Holy Spirit, that God has called them into action, has given them right. this responsibility. Yeah. Um, and then it says, to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. Right. And so as we talk about stewardship, right. it's like... Whoa! Like, right. like Jesus died on the cross. He he bled his blood so that we can be reconciled to God, and yeah. so he he paid the ultimate price, and then put people. He called these elders to you know right. to lead and to to shepherd and right. to, to steward, and so there's just that. Again, that stewardship, that weightiness right, of, right. of well, that's that dynamic that we we touched on just a bit ago here. Of we don't possess the people Christ possesses. Yeah, like we as believers, all of us, even yeah. even pastors, elders, like if we're sheep, we belong to Christ. That's right. But while now Christ is in heaven and we exist here for the care of God's people, the watching over of their souls, the physical carrying out of that. He's entrusted pastors under shepherds of the chief shepherd. Right. You know? yeah. uh, uh, those that serve, those elders and overseers that serve at the pleasure of the, you know, of the overseer of the universe. Right. You know, and and so that's where it's the stewardship versus the possessiveness. And we can't possess like be possessive. Like, no, these are my people. Mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere. Like, I own you. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's lording it over a domineering way. That's go- That's taking it way too far. Yeah. But at the same time, while they're here, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna own like yeah. we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch over this. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I love about Paul. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Right. right, and so it's it's not this lordship over, but it's like, hey, like, yeah, like we we are leading, we are guiding, and pointing you back 
to Christ. Right. And that's what I referenced Hebrews 13, 17 a bit ago, like, you know, obey your leaders. But just 10 verses before that, Hebrews 13, 7, the, the context of that whole passage begins with, he says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah, that yeah. same dynamic yeah. here. Why do we do that? Well, because these, it's these leaders who uh, have been teaching the word of God. And, but then not just teaching it, also living it out and demonstrating it. And that's what's so important. And again, it comes back, same like Paul references that and what you said in, in uh, Acts 20. He does the same in 1 Timothy 4 to, to uh, uh, Timothy. There Paul's like, hey, you need to, to pay close attention yeah. or, or uh, to your piece of, to yourself or to your life and to your teaching, your doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, persevere in them, knowing that uh, by doing so, you uh, are saving others. You know, they're like, they, they are watching. Exactly. And so to Timothy, you pastor, watch your life, your mm-hmm. manner of life, and your doctrine, your teaching. Yeah. You know, has to be, those two things have to be in, in lockstep together. Yeah. Like proclaiming the word of God, but then also having uh, uh, an application, an outworking mm-hmm. of life. Because so often we look up to the guys that have like tons of biblical knowledge. Mm-hmm. They can explain the Bible. They've got lots of degrees. They are maybe even very gifted uh, orders. They can uh, preach like crazy mm-hmm. or teach in a way that you're just blown away. Yeah. I think we all know the examples, the public guys, the guys with huge platforms and international ministries, and they can do that. But what's going on behind the scenes? Yeah. And they're living these, you know, totally ungodly lives, committing adultery, are just beating people up, pugnacious, rude, yeah. uh, arrogant, super prideful, uh, hoarding money and, and, you know, just getting rich on backs of other people. And all this stuff is happening in the back. And yeah. they will be held accountable for that. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, on the public side. But I think even to a lesser degree, and even coming back to the question, that dynamic even exists in small groups. Yeah, absolutely. We can look up to like, oh, wow, this person or this couple is so uh, awesome. They know the Bible a ton. And yet they're just like, like they're just unknown. They're like, we don't know. Like, there's, there's this stuff going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. and their life is a mess. Yeah. And so, will they be held accountable for that stuff? Well, absolutely. Um, And we may have a role in, you know, pointing those things out. And that's why there is this, like, mutual accountability, you know, especially from small group leaders. While they're accountable to the elders church who are, you know, responsible for the entire church, them included, and, you know, one another. And even within a small group, you know, like, there's not a, like... Uh, that's why I hesitate to use like the hierarchy, you yeah. know, imagery, because it's not like, oh, well, small group leaders are above just small group members. Right. Again, it's a stewardship, yeah. but at the same time, they're sheep, you know, yeah. and so they may have the, they may be, you know, like to use, I use this term, uh, you know, it's like a, it's the lead pastor, but they may be like the quarterback of the small group, but that, you know, the quarterback's no more important than the rest of the team. Right. And uh, they don't just have, they don't carry the team. They don't block. They don't catch the passes. They, you know, yeah. they don't play defense. And every member is so important. Yeah, I think yeah, you try to play quarterback with all the other uh, teammates. Uh, mm-hmm. That that one play gets figured out pretty quickly, and right. uh, you're right. toast. And right. so it's that team effort. And uh, yeah, just as we're talking and thinking through this, I really think about the parable of the talents. Yeah, um, you know, some are given. 
three, some are given five, right. some are given one, and right. it's like, okay, well, with whatever we're given, yeah, how do we steward it? How do we steward it? Yeah, absolutely. And so, in a sense, we're like like we've already talked about, we're all held accountable. Yeah. But as we're given, as we even saw that, you know, that as these elders were given by the Holy Spirit, this responsibility, yeah. it's like whatever we're given, we're going to be held responsible for how we right. steward and shepherd. And so it doesn't matter, you know, if it's five, three or one or right. our heart posture, our attitude should be right. the same. Yeah. But I think as we talk about the the accountability being greater is recognizing that as pastors, elders, overseers, right. you know, overseeing the whole church, that the talents, the responsibilities they've been given are just right. on a greater degree. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just greater. And I think sometimes in that we read that and we all, we all like to think more highly of ourselves. We think, oh, I, I got five talents, right? <laughs> That's right. When, yeah. when the reality is this, we're probably, you know, like... I'm I'm more like a half talent, and you know, and we're, <laughs> we we maybe don't have all of it. And right. I preached on that once after we're moving into. Or it was right before we were moving out or into our into this building that we're currently in as a church, mm. and we were moving out of the mobile scenario that we were in, meeting at the school, and uh, preached that passage because it was like God was giving us additional talents, you know, a bigger crayon box, yeah. if you will, where for the first few years of, of uh, ministry at the church, we had like those, you know, the eight jumbo crayons and, you know, and we were doing what we could and make, and, 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 uh, uh making as beautiful pictures as we could yeah. to the glory of God with what we're given. And then he gave us, you know, a box of 24 regular size crayons and that's what we have now. And, that's you know, right. maybe Lord willing, uh, if we're good stewards of uh, what we have now, he might give us, you know, a box of forty-eight or that's something right, with a little sharpener on the back too. With, that's right. right. That's then, then, <laughs> now we're now we're into high dollar uh, uh, crayons. But but the purpose in all that is faithfulness. You know, to come back to the you know the parable of the talents, Matthew twenty-five. In that, and like you're saying, a stewardship. It's what we're going for in all of that is to be found faithful. Yeah. You know, because the end and the accountability that comes. For the believer, you know, it's like it's the same reward. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over little. Enter, you know, uh, and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Like the, you know, that's why it's not condemning, but it is like here's it is it is more and more reward. Mm-hmm. But if we are unfaithful with what he's given us, then uh, you know, and here's even you know, I think speaking of salvation and different things here, but. Uh, so I'm careful to extrapolate too much out of it, but um, but it should help. Like wh- whatever we've been given, mm-hmm. you know, if maybe it's just your family. You, you know, I say just your family as if that's like lesser. <laughs> right. You know, um, uh, Lord, correct that thinking in my heart. But uh, like our family is so important, yeah. you know, and the stewardship and the discipleship that we have is like parents over our family. Um, you know, to the whether it's your small group and you know a, a group of people here, or a big class that you may have, or you know a, a section of the church, or the ministry or team, older, or, yeah, yeah, whatever it, whatever it might be, uh, let us be found faithful in it. You know, even if it's not glamorous, if there's not a public, a lot of public recognition. Um, the goal is to be faithful here. Um, because we do know that, yeah, there there is accountability uh, yeah. for 
for how we take care of what belongs to Christ. And uh, whether you're a small group leader or, you know, pastor elder or whatever, um, it's, it remains the same. That's why I like, again, even going back to Hebrews, why it just even speaks of like leaders, you know, because it is kind of this like nebulous term that I think should, no matter how we lead or have influence, that should sober us up, yeah. you know, and we make the application to pastors and elders, but also for small group leaders and others, you know, you might, maybe you lead in student ministry, you right. know, and God has given you the stewardship of these teenage souls. Yeah. Like, God's... That's not no less important, yeah. you know, or kids or whatever it might be, college students, you know, you fill in the blanks there. If God has given you a, a voice and a, a responsibility to lead and open up God's word, yeah. like that should that should humble us. Yeah, I think just on a, a personal level, um, as the director of soul care, mm-hmm. um, you know, my my authority, my responsibility has been given by y'all as the elders right. placed in this position to, to care for, to, to steward the position that I've been given to, to love and to serve and to, to point people back right. to Christ. Right. And so, you know, as I steward that, you know, will the Lord call me into a role of pastor elder at some point to be determined? Right. right? But that doesn't influence how I steward and, and use my position currently. For sure. And so, but at the same time, you guys as elders, you, Kate and Eric, are then, I mean, y'all have authority over me and and really Mm -hmm. over one another as well as, you know, this team. But there's there's an element of accountability and the three of you as the elders then are sharing that and, and entrusting Right. that into these different levels and right. getting back into the, the small groups. And so it's like right. they've been given authority right. over their small group, if you will, to our responsibility to lead right. and, and to shepherd them. But ultimately even that with our six, you know, small groups, all of them right. are still under y'all's responsibility right. as the, the elders. And so therefore, right. as we think about the talents and the levels, right. just Plan right. that out. Right. And praise head. God yeah. for that. That's all in God's wisdom yeah. there because it doesn't just all like fall on one guy. Yeah. There's multiple levels of care yeah. there, which is what God is designed to do because there's like we're uh, accountable for one another. Like yeah. in the small group, there's that accountability that we're going to have, you know, before the Lord and like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like you saw your brother, you know, without clothes and you didn't do anything about it. There's mm-hmm. accountability with that, you know. Yeah. That we have one for another. And then small group leaders and others, like, and God has done all of that. And, you know, and then there's issues and things that, okay, well, maybe it needs to be, you know, that this has risen to a level of where, you know, elders need to be involved here. Or, you know, or no, this is something that the small group can really handle and and is equipped to do. And praise God, you know, for all that interworking that it doesn't just all fall on one guy or one level, uh, you know, if you will. But we all have that responsibility, yeah. and so I think about discipleship in yeah. that you know as mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yeah, you know, we're just we're discipling, we're we're stretching, we're we're helping and exhorting people into action to grow. Yeah. So that as we learn to steward and as yeah. we we learn to do these things well, that maybe the Lord is is building certain people up for 
greater responsibility right. down the road. And so, right. uh, and maybe not. Right. But, but it's this discipleship of growing and, and working together as the body of Christ. And, Amen. you know, it's just a, a beautiful picture of the body working together and not to feel lesser or greater going back yeah. to the whole identity thing that we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Um, based on the responsibility that we've been given. Yeah. You know, we're, we're caught up in this social structure that we're, we're constantly working our way up the ladder. Right. Um, and I, I think that it's, it can be a dangerous um, game to play. For sure. You know, and so for sure, do we want to continue to, to grow and become sanctified and to use our gifts well? Right. Yes. But um, right. But we recognize that Lord, the Lord is placing people into these different positions. Yeah. And so we can't grow, you know, haughtier, you know, prideful, right? Um, in these responsibilities. Right. Yeah. The Lord is pretty good about squashing that when it uh, <laughs> when when our pride and haughtiness get mixed into the picture, yeah. like that. And so that's a, uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, that's the the paradox of Christian leadership and uh, leading in the church. You know, so we should we should want it. Like he just aspires to the office of yeah. uh, elder. First Timothy three one says, uh, you know, desires a noble thing, and so there should be godly ambition there. Mm-hmm. But when it crosses over the line of selfish ambition, mm-hmm. that desire to have that authority and uh, and responsibility to have this like place of distinction. Yeah. That 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 is a poisonous motivation, but it's it's for the glory of God. If it's out of a desire to, um, you know, to steward well and to have an impact to make your life count for God's glory, um, man, that kind of humble, teachable, vulnerable heart, God is all about uh, showing favor and blessing towards. Yeah. Amen. And uh, and that's where we should we should we should fall in. So. Um, you know, these uh, ideas here that we've talked about, accountability and authority, you know, I know they're not unpopular <laughs> in our day and age. We don't, we, you know, every, everything in us and everything in our culture outside of us is like just bent towards rebelling against anybody telling us what to do. We just sure. have this independent uh, streak in us and uh, you can't tell me what to do. You know, who are, who are you to judge me, to speak into me? And yet, these are the methods that God has used to keep us tender and humble before Him, yeah. and uh, you know, in our personal life and in the community of faith at the church, and how we love and respect and submit to one another. And so, authority and accountability aren't like dirty words; they're not things to run from. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're carried out in biblical humility and yeah. the pursuit of godliness and the glory of of uh, God's great Son, man, we should embrace them with uh with all that we have you know, yeah um for our own uh sanctification and uh god's uh, own glory so yeah. that's really that's really what it's about yeah. and on that note just as a an encouragement to yeah. you and, and kate and eric um, as the appointed elders leaders of the yeah. church I've, I've heard each of you say that to different people of mm. hey like if you see something that i'm doing wrong yeah like approach me in love please like correct me and so it's like it's not like you're on this pedestal this unapproachable um you know level if you will it's like y'all are part of the the flock as well and just just the the humility as we all grow in humility yeah um 
yeah, trust in the Lord in that. Yeah. Well, praise God for that. You know, I or in, in nobody else, we, we can't, uh, we can't bear the weight of people's worship, you know, worship God. And, uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll humbly steward the responsibility that God has given us. And, uh, and if we get out of line, yeah, that's what we need just yeah. as much as anybody. So uh, praise be to God. Well, I hope this has been helpful as we think about these uh, things. If you have additional questions, you know where to submit them. Thanks for tuning in to Consider It, where we are considering your questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church of New Braunfels, Texas. If you would like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 830-299-7505. To learn more about our church and the ministry here, visit redemption.bible. Thank you for your support and listening. Join us next time as we consider it.